This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Abba. We're continuing in Daf HaShavua. We're learning Daf Samach Gimel Amud Aleph. We're four lines from the bottom on Samach Beis Amud Beis. Amazingly, uh, tonight we have the story of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva Raya de Ben Kabbal Sevuahava. Rabbi Akiva was the shepherd of Ben Kabbal Sevuah. And Kabbal Savua was one of the wealthy people in Yushalayim. He was called Kabbal Savua. Anyone who entered his house ravenous like a dog would exit satisfied. Um, Chazisa, so obviously he was an ignoramus, you know. He was not a, he was not a professional. It was a very menial uh, job, which means he wasn't successful, not in learning and not in not financially. Chazisa Barte Dahavatsniyo Mali. Kabasavu's daughter saw that he was modest and of good character. So obviously she noticed something in him, which is pretty amazing because he obviously was not successful in learning. But his good character gave her the his good character gave her the premonition that he has potential. Amrulay, she says to him, If I marry you, will you go learn? in. he said yes. He married her privately. Because there's no way, the, as they say, there's no way the old man would have gone for this. No way Kabbalah would have gone for this. Vishadarta. She sent him to learn. Shama Avua, her father heard that she married him. Apkomi and he he uh, kicked him out of the house. Apkomi, um, he kicked her out of the house. Ajra Hanami he made a nether that he's not going to give Hana to his daughter. Azul Yosef Trez Sarishnen Rav. he went. And he sat for 12 years in the Academy of Rav. Meaning by the Rebbe. So he went to learn for 12 years. Toysus asks a very interesting question. Toysus asks, um, how could you say that Rabbi Kiva was of good character, he was modest, and he was of good personality, but the Gemara Sachim says, that Rabbi Kiva says, that when I was, in, I was in Amma Oretz, I would say, who, who would give me a Tamar Chachman? I'll bite him like a donkey. That's Mashma. He was not good Midah. He did not have good Midahs. Toysu says, it's not because he hated Tamir Chachamim. It's because he thought that the Tamir Chacham were arrogant. And they would be boastful over Amma Oretz. Mamela he didn't like the Tamir Chachamim. And he thought the Tamir Chacham hated Amir Oretz. Also, um, he, the Tamir Chacham did not let Amir Oretz touch them. Because we say, Big Day Amir Oretz are Tamir Midras. But he was a Shomer Mitzvah. So in other words, Rabbi Kiva was an Orthodox Jew. But uh, he did not think uh, highly of Tamil Chachamim. Did not like them. 
Basically, Rabbi Kiva went away to learn for 12 years. Kiasa, when he came back, He brought with him 12,000 students. So after 12 years, he had 12,000 Talmidim. He overheard a certain old man say to his wife, For how long will you continue to uh, live like a living... In other words, for how long will you live as a, a living widow? So Amrale, she said to him, if my husband would listen to me, Yosef Tare Sri Shani. Achwini, he would sit for another 12 years. Amar, Sir Kiva says, I'm going to go now with permission. Hadar Azal, he then went for Yosef and he sat Shrei Sari Shani for another 12 years. Achwini. Who was this old man? Who was the old man's finger? We don't know. The Gemara doesn't say. Who was he? You want to know, was this uh, Eliyahu? Was this, uh, I don't know. It seems like uh, he wasn't doing a good thing, right? He was trying to discourage her. But he did instigate that she should say he should go for another 12 years. So he ended up uh, doing something very good. He ended up creating Rabbi Akiva. If not for that old man, then Rabbi Akiva would have sufficed with 12,000 students. Okay. Ki Asa, when he came, Aisi Bahadei Esen Ra'aba Alfei Talmidei. This time, when he learned for another 12 years, he had 24,000 students. Shama Debisu, his wife heard, that he was coming. Have a Kanafka Ape. So she went out to greet him. Amrula Shivivasa, the neighbor said to her, Sha'ali Mani borrow some decent clothing and cover yourself. I mean you're going out in public to greet your husband, so you should uh, dress the part. You need to wear something appropriate. Amrulahu, she said to him, Yoideyat Sadik Nefesh The righteous man knows the soul of his animal. In other words, a tzaddik knows that his uh his wife suffices with little, and therefore he won't hold it against me. Kimata legabe when she got when she reached him nafa al apa she fell on her face kamenashgale lekare and she kissed his feet. Kimata legabe so um, when when she reached him, she fell on her face and. She kissed him. She kissed his feet. So his attendants uh, were pushing her away. He said to them, Let her be. She said to her, Let her be. She said to her, Let her be. In other words, don't stop her. Why? Shali vishalchem shala, because my learning and your learning, it's all, it's all hers. So basically, apparently they wanted to stop her. They they didn't think this was like uh, appropriate uh, public conduct. And Rabbi Kiva says, "Let it be. 
Whatever we have, whatever I have, whatever you have, it's because of her. You know, it's interesting, Rabbi Akiva was the one who said that Kal Hashirim Kaidesh, Shir Hashirim Kaidesh Kadashim. All songs are holy. The songs of song, the song of songs is holy of holies. There were Tanoim that wanted to uh, bury Shir Hashirim. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, not only uh, can we not bury it, some Tanoim wanted to say Shir Hashirim is not Metame Sayadayim. Right? We know that Kisri HaKoidash renders the hands impure. Rabbi Kiva says, no, Shir Hashirim definitely renders the hands impure. It's the holiest of all the songs. Other Tanoim felt that to describe the love between Hashem and Klal Yisua as the love between a husband and wife, it, it downgrades, it in a way uh, sullies our relationship with Hashem because how could it be couched in the terms of the love between a husband and wife? But Rabbi Kiva knew the sanctified love there could be between husband and wife. Rabbi Kiva experienced that through the proper love between a husband and wife, a person could rise to the highest levels. So Rabbi Kiva was the one who taught Klal Yisrael the holiness of Shir Hashirim, that there's nothing holier than describing the love between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael as a love between a husband and a wife. Anyway, this is what Rabbi Kiva says, Shali v'shalachem shala. Shama Avua, so her father heard, Tabas heard, the Asagava Rabbah, that a great person was coming, Lamasa to the city. Amar, so he said, Ezel Legabe, let me go to him. Efshir de Mefer Nedarai, maybe he could be Mefer my Nedar. Because uh, Tabas felt bad, bad that he assured his daughter in Hana. He wanted to be able to benefit her. Um, also Legabe, so he comes to Rabbi Akiva, not knowing this is his son-in-law, Amarle, he says to him, Adaita de Gavarava Mida Darta, with the intent of a great man. Did you make another? In other words, you assured your daughter in Hana because you didn't like uh, the husband that she married. You thought he was an ignoramus. But if you would have known that he would be a great man, would you have made the nether? And Kaaba Savua says, Amarle, Afilu Perak Echad. If I would have known that he could learn even one parak, if I would have known he could learn even one halacha, I never would have made the nether. Amarle, Rabbi Kiva said, Anahu, I'm the guy, I'm that husband who you said to your wife that you asked her in Hana. Nafal alape, he fell on his face. Kabbalah fell on the face of Rabbi Kiva, on his face. Vinashke al Kari, he kissed Rabbi Kiva's foot. Vyahavle Pagamimane, and he gave him half of his money. So, just like his wife did. Yeah, just like his wife. Maybe he kissed the other foot, but um, yeah, exactly. So the Gemara continues. The Gemara had uh, there's amazing Tosfos here. One of the most important Tosfos in. Toysus, the top Toysus, asks that what was, how was Rabbi Kiva made for the nether? Rabbi Kiva was made for the nether because he said, if you would have known that this son-in-law would have turned out to be a great person, you never would have made a nether. Frek Toysus, you're not allowed to be Poiseach Benoilad. In Masech the Nadarim, it teaches 
that a Pesach, based on a circumstance that arises after the fact, is not a valid way to be made for Nadarim. So how could Rabbi Kiva be made for the Nadar? Well, if you would have known, he would be a great man. But he wasn't a great man. He became a great man. So that's a new factor. That's not a way to be... That's not a way to be uh, made for a nether. A way to be made for a nether is if there was something you were unaware of at the time you made the nether, so it's not a valid nether. There's nothing that Kabbalah wasn't aware of. He knew exactly who Rebbe Kiva was, that he was an ignoramus. Happens to be Rebbe Kiva turned it around. But that's a new circumstance. You can't be made for based on a new circumstance. Taisa says, no, it's not a new circumstance. This is not considered a new circumstance. Why not? It says, Since he went to the house of the Rebbe, it is typical. If you go and dedicate yourself to learning, that you'll become a great person. This was not a new circumstance. Rebbe Kiva went to the yeshiva. If you go and you dedicate yourself to learning, so then you're going to become great. This was not that Rabbi Kiva, a new circumstance arose. No. Rabbi Kiva went to Yeshiva. So this is not a noilad. This is not something new that developed. This is the uh, trage- trajectory of someone who is uh, in the Yeshiva dedicated to learning. Okay. So the fact that he was already planning to go for X amount of years already made him into a Tamiksacham? Yeah, so it made it that his developing into the Tamachachim was not a new circumstance that developed, but that's what was sort of could be anticipated. So maybe Kaba Savua didn't realize, but that's not called Noilad. Noilad when something develops sort of out of the blue. This didn't develop out of the blue. The Rub gave a shear before the CMA Shas that if somebody accepts, accepts now to finish Shas, it's as if they finish us right now. Right. Well, the, so the same same idea. If you're going to yeshiva to learn, so right now you're considered a tamachacham already, my friend. Yeah. So here, Tosis is saying that you're considered an adam gadol, right? You're considered a great person. So it means that you put yourself in a trajectory so that. The Lambda says that you developing into an Adam Gadol is not considered Noilad. It's not considered a new thing that developed. It's not something that developed out of the... You put yourself in that, in that program. Says the Gemara of Vaiter. They're dripping on the rock. <laughs> right, right. That's an Avastor of Nasan. There it also talks about how Lamaisa, how did they support themselves if Kaaba Savua um, made Asr them Bahana? Barte de Rabbi Akiva, the daughter of Rabbi Akiva, Avdole le Ben Azai Hachi. She did the same kind of thing for Ben Azai, meaning he, uh, she, the daughter of, um, she, she basically let him go learn. Vahainu da Amriyinshi, this is what people say, Rechela Basar Rechela Azra. One ram goes after the other. Or actually, Rabbi Kiva's wife was Rachel. Ka'ev de Ima, Ka'ev de Barta. Like the manner of the mother 
is like the manner of the daughter. Okay. Rabbi Yosef Bray the Rava, Rabbi Yosef the son of Rava, Shadrei Avui Lebei Rav. Her father sent her to the house, his father sent him to the house of Rav, meaning to the yeshiva, Lekamid Rabbi Yosef, before Rabbi Yosef. Meaning Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rava, was sent to learn by Rabbi Yosef. Paskulei Shishnei. They made up, they'll support him for six years. Ki when three years were up, Mata Malay Yom Kippur. It came Arab Yom Kippur. Amar, so Rabbi Yosef said, I'm going to go appear to the residence of my house. His father got very angry. Shama Avui. His father got heard. Shaka Mana, he took a weapon. Vinafak Laape, and he went out toward him. Hey, he said, you know, why are you being Mavato from your learning? Amar he said to him, Zainasach Niskarta. Did you remember your harlot? Meaning what? You couldn't, you couldn't restrain yourself? You're coming home because you want to take care of your needs? Amri, some say no. he said to him, You remembered your dove. You're being faithful to your mate. Itra, they got so caught up in the argument. Neither one had the Suda Samafsekes. They, uh, they got very caught up in in uh, the Suda Samaf, in arguing about whether this was the appropriate thing to do. Okay, Nusugya. Hamoy says the Mishnah, Abayla, a woman who rebels against her husband, so we detract, we diminish from her Ksuba. Shiva dinar, Bishabbat, seven dinar a week, a dinar a day. Review the Aymer, Shiva tarpikin, seven tarpikin. Admasayhu poiches. How until when do we continue to diminish ad keneged ksubas until we we diminish and mitigate the whole ksuba? Rabbi Yosi Omer, Rabbi Yosi says lo'olam hu poiches v'haylech. We continue to diminish even when she's already depleted her ksuba. Why? She'em tipa lo'yirushma kamacher, because maybe she'll inherit something from somewhere else. So goyvahimeno, he could collect from it. So in other words, she's going to lose seven dinar a week. And even after um, all 200 dinar are depleted, we continue to make a cheshben, maybe she'll inherit from somewhere else. However, she does not diminish from the nechassim she brings into the marriage. V'chein ha-moyer alisha, someone who rebels against his wife. Moisifin ha so we add to her ksuba shloisha dinar mishabas, three dinar a week. Rabbi Huda, Amir Rabbi Huda says shloisha tarpikin, three tarpik. So the Gemara now wants to know, what does it mean we diminish? Uh, excuse me, what does it mean she rebels? What does it mean she's rebelling? What is she not doing? What is she rebelling from? Says the Gemara, She doesn't want to have relations. So she's rebelling. So we basically diminish seven dinar a week until she diminishes Oksara. She doesn't want to work. Says the Gemara, Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, If a man rebels against his wife, It's from relations, All is fine and good. But according to the man that he's rebelling from, uh, uh, that the, she's rebelling from work, so what would it mean? He's rebelling against her from work? Does he have to work for her? Yes, yeah, so says the Gemara, in, yeah. 
where he says, I will not support her and I will not sustain her. So he's responsible to do that. That's what it means um, uh, that he's rebelling from work. I. What do you mean? So then if he's rebelling by not working, then we add on to her Ksuba three dinar a Shabbos? But doesn't he have to divorce her? Um, doesn't Rav say someone who says he goes out and he gives a Ksuba? He divorces her and gives a ksuba. Says the Gemara, well, ultimately, if he's not going to support her, he has to give a ksuba. But we're going to have a conversation with him. And in the meantime, we're going to penalize him by adding on to the ksuba. Says the Gemara, Don't we need to converse with him and discuss it with him? So in the interim, we're going to fine him and add to the ksuba. Fine. We also said that you have to divorce her after, if it's Stam, after a week or two. That was last Mishnah. Why isn't the same Kasha? Uh, mm, where did I see this question? Tysus, bottom line of Tysus, two bottom two lines. Rabasi Toysa says Vim Taimar Lamanda Amra Mitashmish Nami Tiksha Dar Karchach Moir Mitashmish Nami Koifin Lahitsi Da Atul Oilam Yasivak Suvasa Vitisagin Koyameha Antashmish we could have also asked that doesn't he have to divorce her? So Toysa says it could have said back Ula Tamech and according to you how would it make sense for Tashmish? And I guess for Tashmish we would also have to say we converse with him. So I guess maybe for Tashmish if the guy's a six-month captain or a camel driver in the meantime you know, we would penalize him. But if he says, I'm not going to support her, what's she going to eat? Maybe, in other words, it sounds like the Gemara felt it's more Pashat we're going to have a conversation with him, Legabe Tashmish, because it's not like, you know, her life is on the line. So in the meantime, in the meantime, we'll penalize him until we could work it out. And if we can't, of course, we'll have to divorce her. But maybe there's no conversation really when it comes to work because if he's not going to support her, how she's supposed to live? And Lingmar says, even so, in the mean, you know, we don't we don't do it drastically. Okay. Fighter um, says the Gemara. Let me just. Uh, Says Gemara, Meisve, Achasli, Arusa, Unasua, Vafilonida, Vafil Choila. There's no difference if a woman rebels, whether she's an Arusa, who says, I'm not going to do Nasuan, Unasua, 
she's did nesun vafilo nida vafilo chayla vafilo shaymeras yavam. Bishlam lemandam remolacha. Bishlam according to the one that says that a moiredes doesn't want to work shaper, then it comes out good. Because in all these cases, if she doesn't want to work, no matter what the relationship is, so then the halacha is, uh, she's a moiredes. Elamandam ritashmish. But if it's from tashmish, what do you mean? There's no difference whether she's a nida, nida bas tashmishi? Is a nida capable of tashmish? Why would she be a moiredes if the nida says she doesn't want to have tashmish? Says Gemara, Amar there's no comparison someone who has bread in his basket and someone who doesn't. Even though Nida can't have Tashmish, but if she says she's not going to, so then he has no Pas Basala, even though right now he can anyway. Because at least he knows the time will come that he can. Says Gemara Bishlam Alamanda Amrami Tashmish. Bishlama, according to the man the who says it's from Tashmish, Hainu Diktani Chayla. That's why it says a Chayla. Why a Chayla is able to have Tashmish? El Mimalacha, but according to the man Amar from work, Chayla bas malachi is a sick uh, is a woman who's a chayla able to work, so why is she considered rebelling? So this indicates that clearly, moiredes is from tashmish. Says Gemara elami tashkol amaloy pligi dehi moiredes. Everyone agrees that if she doesn't want to have tashmish, she's a moiredes. Ki pligi mimelacha. The machlokes says if she doesn't want to work, is that a moiredes? Mar savra mimelacha lai having redes. One man damra holds that if she doesn't want to work, she's considered rebelling. Mar savra mimelacha nami having um sorry mimelacha lai having redes. The first one opinion holds if she doesn't want to work, she's not considered rebelling. Mar savra mimelacha nami having redes. And the other man damra holds that refraining from melacha is also moiredes. Okay, Rabbi Sai, let's hold it here. Have a good night, everyone. Brachavat Slacha Kaltov. Good night. Thank you, everyone. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.